Right now, though, this week, it was good news when the Bank of Canada decided to just pause. No increase, no decrease when it comes to the interest rates. And, of course, a lot of consumers say that's good news because over the last year or so, with that increase up to 5% currently now, that's impacted so many things, especially mortgages. But, of course, the next question is, so are we staying here for a while? Will we ever return to those pre-pandemic lows? Steve Ambler, Professor of Economics, University of Quebec at Montreal, the David Dodge Chair in monetary policy joining us this afternoon steve thanks as always for joining us a pleasure to be with you how are you doing i'm doing well and even better that there wasn't another increase as i look at some of my own personal financing so what was that a surprise i think everyone kind of said all the indicators are pointing to the bank of canada just leaving things the way they were Oh, yes, I think financial markets had basically built in no change, uh, and they were they were right. Um, we got some we finally got some good news last month on inflation. we There were the previous two months that it actually ticked up, which was very disappointing. Um, and so but inflation came back down again a little bit. It's now back down below four percent. Um, and there are signs of weakness in the economy. So I think the, the bank has to be very prudent at this point not to uh, push too hard on the, on the brakes. Steve, delve into those weaknesses in the economy that the Bank of Canada is keeping an eye on. Um, well, uh, unemployment is still quite low, but it's, it's ticking up. Um, the, the, the major thing, I think, is that uh, job vacancy postings are, are quite a bit down uh, over the last few months. So that's indicating that uh, that firms aren't hiring as as much or advertising for for new positions. The uh, the bank does its own survey of um, uh, the, they call it the business officer survey, and uh, there seems to be a growing amount of pessimism amongst amongst firms as well. They're not expecting uh, sales to be growing as much. They're not expecting to be hiring as much. Uh, and all that means uh, overall slowdown in growth. And as I said, if you press too hard on the brakes at this point, you might uh, tip the economy into recession. And pressing hard, bank. sorry, Steve, pressing hard on the brakes is maybe increasing again? Or, you know, as you say, they've got to be very careful what they do now. Absolutely, yes. Uh, I mean, they're still talking tough. If you read the announcement, the last paragraph says that they're, and I can understand that, they're disappointed that inflation isn't coming down more quickly. And if it doesn't come down quickly at all, they're, they're, they say they're ready to raise rates. But uh, if they keep rates where they are, and even if inflation comes down slowly, um, what that means is the real rate, which is the difference between their, their rate and the rate of inflation, uh, is still going to be going up. So that means that actually, well, if the bank does nothing, uh, their policy is actually becoming more uh, more restrictive. So that's like like applying a, a heavier foot on the brake in some sense. Yeah, and uh, translating it meaning we'll keep seeing interest rates going up. Um, well, not nominal rates, but I mean, uh, as as it is, uh, you know, if 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 inflation were to stop, that means that if you if you owe a hundred dollars today that you have to pay back a year from now, it's you're paying back the same amount in real terms. And inflation, I mean, even even if interest rates are high, inflation gives people a little bit of a break in terms of how much they have to pay back, especially if they're if their wages and incomes can keep up with inflation.
uh, Steve, we always hear about that that 2% rate that the Bank of Canada is looking at when it comes to inflation. So as you said, in September, it went just below 4% to 3.8. As consumers, every month when we see this, and ideally it slowly continues to go down, Will it truly be when we see inflation at 2%, okay, then we know we are either going to start to see interest rates going down, or is there something else the Bank of Canada reads in? Is Just because we see that consumer price index at 2% eventually, will that trigger um, a decrease in interest rates? Oh, interest rates are going to have to come down. Um, it's just a question of when the bank is going to be able to start lowering. The other question is, will we, and I think that was the question you posed at the, at just as, as an introduction to the interview, is that uh, are we going to see rates as low as they were before the pandemic? And I think I'm uh, at the CD Hub, my co-author and I are convinced that uh, that's actually unlikely to happen. There was a whole bunch of special circumstances in the first two decades of this millennium that actually kept interest rates really low. Uh, Interest rates are actually influenced by world events as much as events in Canada. And uh, what we saw, among other things, was the opening up of the Chinese economy. There were something like 400 million Chinese uh, workers that moved from the countryside to manufacturing jobs in the coastal cities. That kept import prices uh, for Canadians low. And it also, um, one of the major determinants of, of world interest rates is the balance between savings and investment. If you, if you want to invest more, you need to have people saving enough to finance their investment. Otherwise, interest rates have to be have to go higher. And for all sorts of, especially for demographic reasons, um, it looks like savings rates are, are going to be coming down gradually. Uh, the one well-known thing is that the, the Chinese labor force is now actually shrinking uh, because of uh, all sorts of reasons. Their, their one-child policy that they had for a number of years, and even now that that's, they've gotten rid of that, birth rates in China are still very, very low and below below replacement. So we're looking at uh, basically the world labor supply is, is not going to be growing as fast either. And, and, you know, that raises a good point because um, there is criticism of the federal government. Some will try to blame what's happening with inflation on um, the liberal government. How correct is that criticism, rather, as you say, this is this is a global issue as we watch what's happening around the world? Um, yeah, and, well, the, the state of uh, government finances, not only in Canada, but in uh, major industrialized countries around the world, is not helping either. Uh, another f- uh, factor, which I, which I didn't mention in the, uh, before the pandemic, was that deficits generally were pretty low. There was actually a, a shortage of safe assets for people to invest in, including things like treasury bills and government bonds. Um, but now, I mean, Canada is not alone in this. Uh, I think deficits, uh, the federal deficit in the U.S. as a function of GDP is actually quite a bit higher than than ours is, and all that leads to actually a glut of uh, government uh, bonds on the market. So that's going to, and we've seen the at the at longer maturities, what's called the term structure, the, the uh, yields are actually have gone up, and that's 
you can lay that partly at the, at the doorstep of governments that are running, still running big deficits. Steve Ambler is my guest this afternoon, Professor of Economics, University of Quebec at Montreal, David Dodge Chair in Monetary Policy. So everyone wants to know, though, as you said, you've said it, we won't be going back to pre-pandemic levels. But do we see um, another year of the Bank of Canada just holding rates going up and down? I mean, I think a lot of people just want to know when we might start to see it go down, even if it's slightly. Yes, I'm always uh, I'm always leery when I get asked yeah. for a prediction. And I've asked you before. <laughs> yes, that's right. Um, once again, it, 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 if if now inflation continues to fall, I think uh, sometime early in the next year, and as I say, if the, if the economy continues to be fairly weak, sometime early next year, the Canada, uh, the Bank of Canada is going to be feel obliged to cut. Otherwise, as I say, it's 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 policy is actually becoming tighter and tighter as inflation falls um, and I think I think in the long run now um, we're probably looking you know once we do get back to two percent inflation uh, reliably mm-hmm. we're probably looking at uh, an overnight rate target uh, still above three percent going, Which- going on a yeah, I know you always went on a limb. And which, though, for a lot of my listeners, and I've shared this with you before, I, I lived through those 70s and 80s when uh, 3% would be, wow, an incredible gift. So we will continue to watch it. But I know uh, people every month are looking at what the Bank of Canada is doing and seeing how that impacts their own personal finances. Steve, thanks oh, as always. Good. I'm glad you're able to at least it's, try to uh, look into the crystal ball. Uh, well, I'll try to look into the future. I don't have a crystal ball, but unfortunately. But <laughs> <laughs> Thanks as always. Okay, it's a pleasure. All Thanks right, Steve lot. Ambler, Professor hey. of Economics, University of Quebec at Montreal, David Dodge Chair in Monetary Policy.